Our church, ICF Zurich, is celebrating its 20 years anniversary this year. And during that time, we never had a permanent home. Through the growth of our church and external factors, we always had to move location from one place to another. But this time is soon coming to an end. We are coming home. And we are so looking forward to this new chapter that we are living as a church. This new building will give us great facilities for our celebrations, great room for community, ICF college courses, and amazing room for our kids and youth facilities. If you want to be part of this project, if you want to get some information on this project called Coming Home, and maybe you want to support it financially, then please go to our website. You will get all the informations there. Thank you so much for your support. Every day we will tell you the Christmas story in a fresh, new way. The celebrations filled with great gospel music and unexpected guests. And for Christmas, the wonderful Christmas experience. The story of Christmas. Christmas season at ICF. Hi Church, I hope you're doing amazing. You're doing good? Uh, last, last weekend I was in Chicago. I had no clue about the Black Friday. Have you ever heard about the Black Friday? Hey, I, I had no clue about the Black Friday. We entered one of the biggest shopping malls in Chicago. When I come, came in, there were millions and billions of people. People were lining up for stores. And I said to them, what's going on? They said, it's the Black Friday. I said, what's this? 50% off, 70% off of everything. Hollister, 50% of everything. 50% of the socks, of the underwears, T-shirt. Parfum, everything. Have you ever experienced Black Friday? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm so glad to be back. This is the real Sunday. Uh, and we are in the Christmas season. And the topic uh, tonight is the story of Christmas. I want to speak about Joseph and Mary. I don't know how many times I spoke about Joseph and Mary in my life. But when I flew back from Chicago, God gave me a revelation about Joseph and Mary. I have never thought about it. I have never seen it. And I think this, has, uh, this message has a meaning for many, many people right now. And before I go into the message and the story of Mary and Joseph, I want to start with my own story. Many, many years ago, I mean many, many, many years ago, I, I, I did an a, a apprenticeship as a printer. And in that season, for the final exam, the teacher said, who, who is the best in Switzerland in terms of this uh, job? We'll get 1,500 Swiss francs. And I said to myself, I will win the trophy. I believe in blessing. And I said to God, God, I want to win. I will be, want to be the best guy in whole Switzerland. I want to win this gold medal. And I said, God, do what you can do, and I will do what I can do. 
And I believe in the blessing. Blessing is like a gold medal. You like it? Everybody likes to win. But every medal has two sides. And then came the exam, and actually I was the best in Switzerland. And I won 1,500 Swiss francs. Yeah, that's me. And when I came back to my company, they baptized me uh, in a lake. And this is like a, a, a routine when, when you are the best printer, they baptize you in a lake because I won the trophy, I got the blessing. But many people that just see I was the best, I am the best. But behind every medal, it's a backside. And the backside of a medal means burden. You know, why, you know why I won? Because I said to God, God, you do what you can do best. That means you bless me. And I do what I can do the best. And I will learn every day from Monday to Friday for one year. And I was 19 years old. I was a teenager. I learned every single flippin' day for one hour for the exam. Is there anybody right now in the room who say, I love to learn? Hands up. No, not one. No, there's no hands I see no hands. You know, when you're teenagers, you don't like to learn. And here's the thing. God said to me, Leo, every blessing has a burden. Every blessing has a burden. Every metal has two sides. The front side is nice, and the back is burden. And blessings and burdens are causes. They're like brothers. You cannot separate. You cannot have either or. It's always both. And when you think about the story of Mary, you see blessing and burdens goes hand in hand. Here is in Luke chapter 1, verse 30 to 31, the Bible is saying to Mary, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found the favor with God. And when you think about favor, usually the church goes excited. Favor of God, come on, bring it down. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. Here's the thing. Mary, she was falling in love. She is engaged, and they made the decisions to get married. But in the decision to get married, God interrupted their dreams and their plans. Blessing sometimes means you have a dream, you are doing certain things, and Boom! God interrupts your daily routine. And it doesn't felt for Mary such a blessing because she wasn't ready to have a baby. And here are the three points. Point number one, every blessing has burdens. Every blessing has burdens. Here's the thing. When we speak about blessings, and I think the same. I think blessing is something, it's easy. You do nothing. You just chill in the presence of God. And the grace of God comes over you. And the favor of God is coming over you. And you do nothing. Just you drink and you eat and you receive the blessings. Let's go into the story of Mary. And I want to play you the story of Mary in a very, very unique way. Are you ready to play Mary right now? I think... This is Mary in the Bible. She was really good looking, you know, very good looking, long, long, beautiful hair. And one day God comes and says, Mary, you will conceive a baby. 
She said, yeah, come on, bring me the blessing. And that's how people think about blessing. I want to show it to you. Now I, I am pregnant. You see it? It's very hard. Nobody touched me. It's an organic blessing. I'm just pregnant right now. Yes. I like the atmosphere. Oh, this is the blessing. It's so nice. Oh my goodness. I don't have to go to work anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm pregnant. There's some drink and whew, it's good, you know. No grocery store, no cleaning, no cooking because I, I am blessed. I, the favor of God is over me and the blessing of God. I'm already pregnant. I'm in the ninth month already. There's no belly. I'm not tired. I feel easy, chilling, blessed. Okay, after nine months, I will say, okay, I am ready for the baby. Bring me the baby. Bring me, bring me the baby. Oh, so nice. The baby is coming. I will not go to the hospital because, oh, it's finished. Oh, my goodness. The baby has no diaper. It's nice. Uh, can walk and talk. And this is the baby after nine months. To give the birth, easy. Easy, because it came finished. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's the picture, the image we have about blessings, right? But actually it's unreal. Because blessing, it's always attached with burdens. And so many times you don't feel blessed because you carry a burden as well. And let's go to this message very practical. You know, the iceberg, so many times we speak about the iceberg, you know. An iceberg, you see the dip. The dip of an iceberg is about 10% is out of the water. You can see it. That's the same image for the blessing. You can see the blessing. But beneath the water is 90%. You can't see. And the 90% usually are the burdens. Are you ready for that teaching? For example, Cristiano Ronaldo. is one of the best soccer players on planet Earth besides me. You can think whatever you want to think about him. Do you know he is very, very blessed, but you know he has some burdens? Because when all the players, they, they go for a shower, they're finished with training, he is alone in the field for one hour and is practicing free kick for one hour and nobody is around. He's doing that every single flipping day. You can say he is a blessed guy, but Ronaldo will say, yes, there's a price attached, there's a burden, I train harder than the rest. What's about marriage? Do you, are you married? If you found the love of your life, it's an amazing thing. You know exactly where you belong. But marrying, it's a blessing. But living together, burden. You know, before you bed, you spent, you were alone in your bed, right? But now there's a fight every night. It's a fight between me and my wife about the blanket. You know, it's not funny. Before it was my blanket. Now I can be happy if I have one third of the blanket. Before I was agree about anything I said, it was the truth. But now I'm married and maybe 20% is right. Being married... It's a blessing, but a burden as well. What's about children? Yes. 
making babies easy. Giving birth to baby, not easy. Especially for the husband, it's, it's a nightmare. Because you, 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 you be around you, your wife, and you support her, but you have no clue what you should do and where should you stand, and it's a nightmare. But having kids, let's be honest, it's a burden. The diaper. When they poo, it stinks. Oh my goodness. They cry every night five times, and you say, standing up five times, it's a blessing. No, it's a burden. What's about salary? Do you have a salary? Do you have income? If you pay taxes, that means you have money. And if you're paying a lot of taxes, that means you're earning a lot. But earning money, it's a blessing, right? Having a job is a blessing. But to going every day to a job, standing up every day, six o'clock, going to work every day, when there's fog, when it's rainy, windy, when the sun is shining, you're doing this week by week, month by month, year by year, you are blessed, but going to work, it's a burden, right? What's about talent? You have certain talents in your life. For example, we saw, we saw Noel, he played the guitar so well, right? I said to myself, this guy is a good-looking guy, a nice tan, plays the guitar, amazing. Uh, yeah, why are you laughing? Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's amazing, you know. And you think he is born with the guitar. Yeah, he is blessed, that's right. But you know how many times he's in the cellar, plays the guitar, nobody's around? You can say it's a burden as well because I tried to play guitar for three, four, five, six years and then realized it's not my thing. What's about having lots of context in your life? If you have a lot of friends, having a lot of friends, it's a blessing, right? But having a lots of friends means Christmas, a lot of letters, a lot of gifts, it's a burden. My wife asked me, do you know what kind of a presence you will give to all your friends? I said, no, not Christmas again. A lot of friends means a lot of presents and you need a lot of money, loads. What's about house? We got a house for free because our parents-in-law, they sold their company, they gave us some money, we bought a house. And owning a house in Switzerland, it's a blessing. But having a house, it's also a burden. You know why? You sweep twice as many floors than before. Before we had like four windows, now we have 20 windows. Before there were no garden, but now we have a garden. Somebody has to mow the garden and that's not me. And it's even not my wife. That's why I changed my garden into a stone garden. <laughs> yeah, because mowing its burden. What's about having a dog? Do you have a dog? To having a dog, it's so romantic. You walk with your dog, the sun is shining, sunset, you know, beautiful, your wife, you have a, a good, very good talk. Having a dog, it's nice when the sun is shining. But what's about those days? It's foggy, it's cold, it's rainy, it's windy, and then your dog says, whoop! You say, well, why are you barking? Whoop means, let's go out for a walk. You say, dog, go your own, you know the way, go you by yourself and come back in half an hour. Having a dog, it's a blessing, 
but a burden as well, right? We have four celebrations in ISF Zurich. That means it's a blessing. That means the first is in high German, the second in Swiss German, the third in English, the fourth in Swiss German. Again, having four celebrations on a Sunday means we are a blessed church. And today, actually, I preach five times. We, have, we started a city location, right? After this celebration, we're going to the city location. We have five celebrations. After five celebrations, you are smashed. It's a burden. Like, my wife asked me, how was Sunday? <laughs> Don't talk with me. Don't touch me. I'm <laughs> burden. The last thing. When you have an international career, you know, it's an amazing thing. You fly all over the world, you know, and you say, oh my gosh, this guy's in Miami, in Australia, in Dubai, all over. But people that have international career, they're often not at home. They don't see so often their kids, and there's attached a burden, and then comes the jet lag. I ask a business guy, how do you do with jet lag? He says, it's not a jet lag, I have a jet stream in my brain. You know, Blessing and burdens are like friends. You cannot have either or, it's always both. Point number two, say yes to the blessing that also brings burdens along. In Luke chapter 1 verse 38, Mary is saying, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. This is a profound, deep statement. Because Mary said with that, God, I serve you and I take the blessing, but I also will say yes to my burdens. What was the burden? Can you imagine? You are all of a sudden pregnant. Nobody touched you. You say to your fiancé, I am pregnant. He's saying, but not from me. No, not you. It's God. They will say, what's wrong with you? What have you smoked? It's strong. They will, not, they will not get the message, you know. That means for Mary means to receive Christ means a lot of people, they will say, hey, hey what are you talking about? You, you're choking around. It could be, the Bible says, Joseph refought running away from Mary because it was very embarrassing. Mary said, yes, not only to the blessing, he said yes to the burdens as well. And here's the thing, the blessing so often doesn't feel like a blessing. Because the burden, they're always bigger than the blessings. I know when I was in the plane, I had a good time. But I realized so often you can preach only about the blessing and you skip the burdens. And a lot of churches, they only preach about the burdens and they skip the blessings. It's friends, you cannot have either or. It's always both. It's a package. And that's why right now you are so blessed right now, but you don't feel blessed because you feel your burden. I want to have an interview right now with an amazing couple from our church. Let's give a big hand to family pantlies from our church here is the family Pantley. Hi, Andreas. Hi, Tina. Thanks for being here. Um, Andreas and Tina, um, you are in our church, Andreas, I would say more than 15 years, and he is, uh, for me, uh, an amazing key, 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 key leader. 
But the last three years, we start to speak about his future, uh, about the calling of God and everything. And I knew God has a lot of things in store for you guys. And we, we came together for some weeks ago and we made the decision that they will move to Hamburg in Germany and they will plant the church in Hamburg called ICF Hamburg. Yes, amazing. Uh, and here's the thing, uh, you have the DNA of ICF is in you. You know, in the, in the north part of Germany, we don't have any churches at the moment. And I said to God, if I can send out pantlies to the north part of Germany, they have the DNA and everything, they will plant not only ICF Hamburg, they will plant ICF Hanover, Bremen, and a lot of cities. And you are very important for the German movement. Because when we're when we planting churches farther away from Zurich, oftentimes it's hard to transport the DNA, and you have the DNA. Now comes my question. Every blessing is attached with burdens, but let's start first with the blessing. Why Hamburg, Germany? Why? Well, as Leo said, we, always, uh, we were always able to talk about this question very uh, very honestly in our coaching. So every third coaching, I started to cry and said, I'm not sure, is it good that we still are here? We both uh, grew up in Germany. I'm Swiss, she is German, but we always knew, uh, we were always un uncertain. Is it good to stay here forever or is God calling us back to Germany one day? So we were always talking about it. Actually, the last few years, it looked like we would stay here forever, right? Yes, uh, but uh, we, uh, the first time we want to uh, buy a house here, we want to um, stay here in Switzerland. Uh, but uh, the most time we saw a house uh, where we thought this is a good house for us, we had no peace in our hearts. Mm. And then we ask ourselves, is there something God, God wants us to, to tell us? And then uh, we ask us the question, um, should we travel back to Germany and um, build our, our own church there? And then we felt peace and happiness. Yeah, so our commitment was always we stay here until the mark season is over and we as a church, Ice of Zurich, are in the new building. So that was always our commitment. We gave this commitment four years ago. It took a little longer, actually, than we all thought. But as we knew, okay, the new building, the new Samsung Hall is coming, we knew we have to re, re, uh, rethink our decision. And you also already also challenged us uh, before the summer and said you, you have to make a clear decision for the next few years. So we met in September. We told Leo and Susan that we really feel like we have to go. But at the same time, we didn't want to make a decision on the, on the city. So uh, we, we, uh, we just were open to your leadership. And when Leo said Hamburg, you started to smile. Yes, I love the city. Uh, I was there with my family when I was a, a kid. We uh, gave concerts there and made music for the people, and I yeah, fell in love with the with, uh, this city. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's like a blessing. I mean, you are really a key, key, key couple in our church. You have the DNA, everything of ICF. This is like a blessing. God is calling you out, not only for one city, for a region. And this is like a blessing. Uh, now comes my question, how does the, has the people reacted when you announced that, my, your family and your friends, how was the reaction? Yes, our Swiss friends were sad and our German friends were happy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense somehow, right? Yeah. 
Yes, it's true. Of course, it's, um, it, it is very hard, and there were a lot of tears, um, but, uh, but uh, what encouraged us most was the people that we know that really love us and will miss us most and that we will miss most, they were the one who encouraged us to do that step, uh, knowing that is a price tag for everyone. So this helped a little bit in the decision. That's what I mean. It's a big blessing that going out to plant a church in Zurich. For me, it means we have maybe almost 60 churches planted right now, but when we, when we, when I, when we will send them out in summer, that means it's also a burden because somebody has to step in and take over your job, and it's not me because I'm anyhow so busy, you know, yes. your key, 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 key leader. That means blessing and burdens are friends. Now comes the second and third question. I mean, you, you, you have been here for many, many years, and you have given also some money for the coming home building. You, you, you gave some money, you know. And now the new building in eight weeks is finished. And now when all is finished and you gave a big amount of money and you're not there, how does it feel? <laughs> it feels uh, hard, um, but at the same time it feels right. Um, because we love the kingdom of God and we gave always our best into the church um, because we love the kingdom of God. So, so if God needs us in another position, in another country, in another city uh, for the same movement, we are um, ready to go. And I really, we, we knew that the new building is also, I think, a new chapter for the church, for the future. So um, the cards are reshuffled. So, so it's a good and honest um, point to make that decision. Um, rather than wait two years and then come up and say, okay, we go. So we knew we have to make the decision now, yeah. Yes, that's right. Now, my, my last question is, is mine, you going to Hamburg, it's a blessing, but in the same way, a burden as well. You have both feelings, right? I mean, for you to go to Hamburg is cool, but for your kids, leaving Switzerland, school, kindergarten, and your friends, it's a burden. I mean, I can imagine they will say, yeah, cool. I will think there's a lot of tears running down the cheeks because they're realizing, yeah, we're going to Hamburg, but blessing and burdens are friends. How do you feel about blessings and burden? Um, well, in the end, I believe blessing is a responsibility. Um, so if God gives you talent, it means responsibility. It's attached to it. If God gives you more money than others, you are, you are more responsible how to steward money. And so in the end, our, our heart is to, 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 just like your heart, is always to ask how can we steward the blessing, responsibility, as best as possible. And so uh, we knew, yeah, it's, it is hard, and yes, we do, um, cry, I probably cry more than she does, um, but that's, that was always Someone the case. Someone had to be happy because my kids were crying too, and so I have to listen. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yes, we were all crying except her, and she was a little confused, but it's okay, we survived. had to be strong at the, uh, in this time. Yes. At this time. But that's what I mean. People see we have 60 churches, we planted 60 churches, they see the number. But for me, behind every number is a couple. They have been in ICE for many years and they're leaving. They're excited. Yay, we're going to Hamburg. And I'm still here after 20 years. And still have to replace their job again. It keeps me young, keeps me fresh. 
and they will leave in summer uh, for Hamburg and then for the next two years we will pay their salary because we believe in church planting, we believe it's a calling from God for our church and we will support them in the next two years and you will face blessings and burdens in the same time. And let's give this amazing couple a huge hand. It's amazing for the big, big step. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's always blessing and burdens are friends. I want to close with the last point. See the blessings through your burdens. And that's an important point. See the blessings through your burdens. Here in Luke chapter 1, verse 36 to 37. Even Elizabeth, your relatives, is going to have a child in her old age. And she was said to be unable to conceive in his her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. And here's the thing. Maybe you're going through a rough season in your life and you don't feel blessed it doesn't mean that you are not blessed. You don't feel blessed. You don't see the blessing. And I want to finish with the last point to help you to see through the burdens the blessing again. Let's go back to the iceberg. Maybe you feel more in the 90% beneath the water. Let's look to this 90% and see the deep, the 10%, the blessings in your life. Let's uh, go through six practical points. Maybe you have only a little money for a restaurant. You want to um, spend a, a beautiful night with your, with your girlfriend or your wife and you don't have any money. Now you can see, feel the burden or you see, you see to the burden opportunities. You can say, I have no money. But for a nice dinner, you don't need money, you need ideas. Let's go to the wood, make a big fire because the wood is for free in Switzerland in the wood. Make a huge fire, go to Ikea, buy sausages for $1.50 and you make an amazing meal out on the forest and you say to your girlfriend, I love you and this is a very romantic dinner. She will never forget that night and you close as well because the stink then after from the fire. If you have only little money for holidays, as a lot of people, they don't have a lot of money for holidays. See to the less money, see the blessing. My mom, we never went on vacation because we, our parents, we, we had no money. My wife, my, my mom said, we can hike. Hiking costs nothing, you need only muscle. We went with the bicycles or maybe a day 60 kilometers back and forth as a child we were hiking we were biking we were running we were walking for free and I will never forget our vacations because they were very exhausting maybe you are too sensitive but if you're very sensitive see that your gift of being sensitive you can use for a person who is in need you can be a comforter you can be a helper just lay your arm around that person and be a blessing. Maybe you say, I'm really tough and rough. Tough and rough is not a curse. It's also a blessing. Sometimes it's a burden because people, they don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't misunderstand you. But if you use your roughness, you can be strong for a person who is shaky and be a voice for those people that not have the guts to be a voice. Maybe you are single and alone. To be a single, it's not a burden. No, it's not. 
It's an amazing season. One day you're married and your singleness, it's over forever. Use it as a blessing. Maybe you have a family and you never feel peace in your family. But having a family sometimes is a burden. I have two kids and a wife and they're very expensive. The kids, not my wife. They're teenagers, very expensive. But don't see your kids as expensive as a burden. Your kids are the moment when you stand up three times a night. It is only a short season. And that's the moment where you laugh together, you look at your baby and say, oh my goodness, what is the future? What is the calling? What is the dream? And you use that to be blessed. And the last thing, if you, have, if you don't own a car, if you don't own a car, it's not a burden. No, because you don't have to wash the car. You don't have to clean the car. You don't have to change the, 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 the wheels every winter and every spring. That means when you drive too fast, there is no files, fines anymore. Switzerland fines are flipping expensive. Zurich is full of radars. If you have, if you have no car, that's not your problem. See everything out of your burden in a lens of a blessing. I want to close. The last thing, it's, 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 not, it's not the point, it's just a thought when I flew back from Chicago, God said to me, there's so many people, they don't see the blessing anymore. They're living in Switzerland, they have a job, they have a family, they have a church, they have a small group, they have a calling, and they feel that what they see is the burden. And they think, God, I'm doing something wrong. And God is saying, no. Blessing and burdens are friends. It's like a package. And you have to see through your burdens the blessing of God again. Before we pray together, when I flew home, you know, I just came back from Australia. I recovered from a jet lag after one week. And two days later, we flew back out to Chicago. And when I was in the plane, I said to God, God, the jet lag is a nightmare. I don't like the jet lag. I like flying, I like traveling, but I hate the jet lag. God is saying to me, there is no blessing around the world without the burden. And your burden is the jet lag. You can complain, you can think you're cursed. Jet lag is not a curse because jet lag means you are blessed. You're invited all over. That means you are blessed. And the burden is the jet lag. It's like friends.